0: Hello, one and all, to the weekly recess on the Jersey Nerds podcast. Mitchell Lee, Nick Izzo, Connor Vandermark here with you. Guys, uh, I don't know if I want to call that week of football fun, because there were a lot of games that felt like they either had no stakes whatsoever or were over by the time the third quarter rolled around. Maybe that was just Thanksgiving to me. Because that holiday, the Thanksgiving Black Friday games, we only got one good one.
1: Yeah, it's like, I'm assuming you mean the Packers-Lions, because the other two weren't really of interest to me. Uh, And even that one you can debate. Yeah, like, again, it's the same narrative of the Cowboys, them beating bad teams. No.
2: Yep. (laughs) <laughs> they do scare the me, though, come
0: post, post season time, because I don't think Dak has ever played better than he's playing right now. Uh, I think a lot of people hold that Niners game against him, but he played really well against the Eagles. Was certainly he did. not the reason why they lost that game. Um, I'm interested to see how they do against better opponents, and we'll see them play the Eagles again. But as is with any Dallas Cowboys season, uh, their their story is going to be told by how they do in January, and for the last two decades, <laughs> that's been pretty poor. So yep. maybe this is the year to break it. But you know, well, we won't be able to make that determination right now. As far as the other NFC contenders, though, uh, the Niners on Thanksgiving looked great. I I truly think that we've reached the point. And i'll I'll ask this question to you guys as well. Do you think we've reached the point where we can say Brock Purdy is a good quarterback without having to add any qualifiers of like because of the system or because of the guys around him because he's made some throws and and done some things that have had me going, okay th- this this guy's got something uh yeah, at, at this point, like we have
1: to believe. Because of the fact that he's not giving mm-hmm. us any true reason not to, like, well, especially when it comes to quarterbacks, um, I I went on this kind of rant before where it's like, it's kind of hard to separate, uh, no systems and your like you no know, a team's O line from their actual performance, but like he's doing so well that you have to take the evidence that's given to you. It's like he's doing his job and. He's playing good, and honestly, that's what the 49ers need.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I, I think there's probably going to be at least another you know season or two before you know you can really, I think, make He's the full too. assessment. Um, you know, I, I I'd have to say that he he definitely has increased success with. You know, guys like McCaffrey and Debo and George Kittle and just, you know, their offensive line in general. Um, but he's definitely shown, you know, a lot of talent as well. So I, I think we'd have to say that he's, you know, a good quarterback, but definitely some some qualifiers to that.
0: I, I'm ready to remove those for the simple reason of the team seems to kind of go as he goes, and you look at the three games that they lost – uh, he threw five touchdowns compared to three, or five interceptions compared to three touchdowns. And I'm by no means the touchdown to interception ratio tells the story of who you are as a quarterback guy. There's a lot of different factors that go into things. But he's thrown five interceptions in the three losses and one interception in all of their wins. I think that he is more than just, hey, don't lose the game for us because in the eight games that they've won he's made plays he's gotten yards completion percentage very high and he's moving the ball down the field I I believe in Brock Purdy and I did not think I would be saying that after last year I thought last year was at the point where I'm like all right where I don't really know if I believe but I think I I have been made a believer in Brock Purdy. All right, so I want to pose this question then
1: because this okay. kind of pop this kind of popped in my head and uh, I, I think it's a really good question to ask because in your opinion, and this this goes for both sides of the Super Bowl as in the winning and losing team, which is like, okay, I wouldn't consider um, Purdy anywhere of the upper echelon of quarterbacks. Fair enough? Yeah. When's the fair, last fair. time the, When's the last time you would say, you know, a QB like that took a team to the Super Bowl? And am i including injuries, so I'm, I'm excluding so Nick. Not Foles the 2017 here. Eagles. I'm not including Nick Foles because it was an injury, and I consider that as Carson Wentz's team because he played, Carson Wentz was a majority of that that team's quarterback throughout the throughout the year, correct? remember correctly on yes. that because injuries later on like yeah person Wentz would have won
0: mvp that season if he had been yeah. healthy but he he missed about the last month of the year um part of me wants to and i know this will get an eye roll from some people but part of me wants to say the 2018 patriots because brady and the the pats offense was not the well-oiled machine that it was in the late 2000s and most of the 2010s i mean gronk made some plays late in the postseason but I mean him and Edelman weren't what they once were and Brady was kind of in that stage where people thought okay maybe this is the decline that's coming and then he got a you know second third whatever fourth wind in Tampa mm-hmm. um but I I I'll put that to the side I'm not gonna count 2012 Joe Flacco for the Ravens because he was always kind of a he had the big arm, and we didn't view Joe Flacco the same way then that we no, do I, now. No, I, I agree with that because I think Joe
1: Flacco, like, he at least proved his talent. Like, he like, he had the talent throughout the whole year. Like, he actually had to make, like, with the Ravens' offense, the Ravens' offense ran through Flacco. In my opinion, with the 49ers' offense, it does not I'd run through I'd argue it kind
0: of ran through Ray Rice because he was one of their top receivers as well. But, I mean, well, it, it's it's different. Um, like, because ah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it now, because the, the reason I'm bringing this up, because... 05 Roethlisberger with the Steelers was... He, he didn't have a terribly great year that season, and certainly not in the Super Bowl. But what I'm saying, though, is like, you no, know, majority of
1: times, when you have a Super Bowl-contending team, you have that top-tier quarterback who is playing. No... The only the only two exceptions I'm seeing that is I would say will be I have it up on uh, Wikipedia right now, um, would be 19 with Mahomes versus Garoppolo. I would say Garoppolo's is. equal Oh, you're level just two. saying getting to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying getting. I'm, okay, I'm just saying. I was
0: thinking of winning the whole enchilada.
1: E- even even the win whole, even the whole, win the whole enchilada too. Like <laughs> you know, there is, it's hard to it's hard to get there in the first place. No, out of 32 teams, only two teams make it.
0: Rex and Grossman
1: in 06. Yeah, Grossman and Hasselbeck were
0: two that, that popped in my head. I wouldn't like, put Hasselbeck in that category. I mean, I've, he, I've he's been, in the same, no, he's in the the same category that. as someone like Stafford
1: when he and won. And that, um, that's what I'm trying to get at, though, is like, would you consider Stafford the same level as Purdy or would you consider him better than Purdy?
0: <sighs> I don't know. Um... And, that, and that, okay, that's so the you're just saying not an elite quarterback because if that's you're saying champ. not an elite quarterback, then I would put Flacco in that that, that category.
1: Yeah, like uh. that, That's what I'm trying to parse out here okay. because no, because you have Goff and Garoppolo in 18, 18 for Goff, nineteen for Garoppolo. Yeah, he made it, didn't win. Um, but Peyton like Manning in twenty fifteen was horrid. But but you still consider him as like a quote unquote
0: elite level player though. Uh, not in 2015. He yeah. was horrific in 2015, but the defense carried him, and he just kind of like toned it down a little bit in the playoffs. He was he kind of recognized what his body couldn't do, yeah, and stopped trying to make some of the throws that he did earlier in the season that were getting him picked off a ton. Um, but the yep. the Niners, I mean, they they've been here before. They've done this with you know, and I think Purdy is better than Garoppolo was in 2019.
2: So far, yeah, he definitely definitely is. I mean, I, I really can't think of anybody else, you know, that's really led their team there, I'm still trying to think. But, yeah, I feel but like i sure you kind of named plenty that before. have gotten,
0: like, the conference championship game. I mean, we had Case yeah. Keenum a few years back.
1: But like you know, we would say would say Peyton Manning in Super Bowl Fifty in two thousand fifteen. No, if he was no him not playing up to the elite level, like winning Super Bowl, it's hard to win without having that X factor quarterback. And
2: your defense has to be amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we haven't seen that since what, like a uh, past Peyton Manning. Like as the Giant fan, would you consider Eli Manning as elite, Nick?
2: Uh, so, uh will be
1: 2011. That would be.
2: I go. I, say I he uh, was in
0: 2011.
2: Yeah, I go very back and forth. Like he's such a weird quarterback, right? <laughs> like yeah. his his, ra- no, his regular season. You're like, like, what is this guy doing? But then, like, something about the postseason. Just gets him going and then he makes these throws that you're just like, This is the guy that that plays quarterback for us? Like, wow. Clutch so, gene, trademark. Like that that's the thing. Like, he had a clutch gene, but for the regular season he just He had it in twenty eleven. Like, hey.
0: I can't tell I can't remember how many times him and Jake Ballard would score game winning touchdowns or He would hook up with Victor Cruz. You know, 2011 Eli Manning is probably the best Eli Manning that we ever got.
1: Remember some guys, Victor Cruz. Man, I haven't heard that name
0: in a while. That that one 2011 Victor Cruz season was special.
2: It was. Yes, it was. Detroit.
0: That Detroit-Green Bay game on Thanksgiving. It kind of seemed to bring back some fond memories of Jared Goff that we have not had in quite a while from back in his time with the Rams where everyone was saying, this is a guy that you can win with, but not win because of when he's under pressure, he makes bad decisions. And I think that there's truth in all of that, but that wasn't my concern with that game. My concern was Jordan love was carving your defense to pieces.
1: Yeah, their defense did not yeah. work. They had, that, that, that was first a quarter far was bigger bad. concern to me. That first quarter was bad.
0: Jordan, I mean, and Jordan Love, he's, he's figured something out. Jordan Love has improved in a significant way, and I think the Packers, I know I mentioned the Commanders would be the third team to make the playoffs, and I'm not even sure it's really Dallas, Seattle, and somebody, because I don't think the Seahawks are making the playoffs. I think it is now dallas green bay and pick some other team and i tend to lean i tend to lean los angeles rams right now if i'm being honest Eh, um they they
1: concern me right now i know having kyron williams back is nice for them
0: um, I just don't believe in Seattle at the moment. Gino is not playing the way that he did last year. DK looks out of it, and let me tell you, the remaining schedule that they have is yeah. I, they, I, have, I
1: I saw that. I'm like, that's not that. That's like they can. They've definitely... lost their last two,
0: and they've lost three out of their last four. Their next three games are at Dallas, at San Francisco, Philadelphia. So this team is going to be 6-8. and eight, And then they get Titans, Steelers, Cardinals. Honestly, but yeah. Titans you might and win. Cardinals are on the road. And they would have players. to win all of those
1: games. You might be right about this. Because I'm I'm looking at the standings now with the uh, ESPN and their playoff uh, standings. And there is like a real big teardrop from like the division leaders of Eagles, 49ers, Lions, and then I would say Cowboys are regrouped into that tier. Yes, and then it just drops because you have Falcons five and six winning the division. Let's go under five hundred team. I I don't know why I always love that. Um,
0: I don't. Yeah, so <laughs> I, think, I, think,
1: yeah. I think it's just so funny this the ineptitude. Um, then then you have the Seahawks sitting in six, the six uh, wild card spot number two. And wildcard spot number three is the Vikings, who are themselves, after playing the Bears on
0: Monday, was I don't not see pretty. how they make the playoffs. I, like, I knew the Josh Dobbs experience would come to a, uh, it would come to this point, but wow, they just crash landed against Chicago.
1: So there is though. a. <laughs> A wide open door for the Green Bay Packers just to walk right into there, and even the Rams. Like I, that
0: is completely true. I mean, look at Green Bay's schedule in comparison. They play the Chiefs. The, they the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football, but then at Giants, Tampa, at Carolina, at Minnesota, Chicago. Compared to what Seattle's going up against, that's a lot better.
1: Yeah, definitely. So,
0: and they're hitting their stride, the as opposed over. to Seattle, who not only is in a funk, Gino's hurt, and if Gino has to miss any time, I know that he looks good right now, but sometimes these injuries get reaggravated. They have to go to Drew Locke, and they turned to Drew Locke for about two minutes against the Rams, and he fumbled the game away—not literally, but I mean he played horribly. And I'm not even sure that Gino Smith. The way he's playing right now is good enough to get you to the playoffs. Kenneth Walker's hurt. They've had offensive lineman injuries. Seattle is, I don't want to use the term, in free fall, because there are teams that are in free fall right now. And I don't know if Seattle, like the Jets are in free fall right now. The Chargers, the Commanders are in free fall right now. I would say the right word for
1: the Seahawks would be in shambles.
0: They're there. They're, they're, but they're, they're facing but they're... a fork in the road in their season. Yeah.
2: And it's going to be before about,
0: Thanksgiving yeah. and and how they respond to – I mean, if they had won that game, they would have been tied for first in the division. So that, that, that was a huge breaking point. In their season. Um, but the top team in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles, who could do everything but beat the New York Jets. It's <laughs> just so weird to me. They beat me, the Buffalo Bills.
2: That's still, yeah, that's still weird.
0: They beat the Buffalo Bills. And getting kind of over to the AFC side of things, the, the Bills might be in the same situation as the Seahawks. I think they're the team no one wants to see in the playoffs. But... You thought the Seahawks' schedule was bad. The Bills, well, the Bills might not be. The Bills aren't as bad. Bills get at Kansas City, then Dallas, Chargers, Patriots at Dolphins. So it was tough, but I could definitely see them stealing. Like, I could see them beating Dallas. I'd I'd, say a, a, I'd,
1: I'd, that's a coin toss to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. but it's also yeah. sorry, in Buffalo, defense. in the cold, I can see Buffalo winning that game. But they they had that Eagles game right for the right for the taking. McDermott, who I don't know if he survives this season, if they don't make the playoffs, I don't think he's their head coach next year. They had about 20 seconds or so on the clock and they had two timeouts and they just took a knee game and one of the biggest moments in Bill's history was Mahomes driving down the field in 13 seconds on them <laughs> and they just took knees with more time and then they yeah. lost the game and I felt at that moment that they deserved to lose that game and that might be a a, a moment that they come to regret as a team and the Eagles at 10-1 and 1, Jalen Hurts played really great in that second in that second half. But uh he's now the favorite to win MVP, and I don't agree with that at all.
2: Mm, yeah, I eh. can't say I agree with that right now either, but at the same time, you, I don't you, know. Well, you, you got list up. You got list, uh, list up the odds.
0: Uh I was looking at it earlier. I think number two is still Mahomes. Um I'm pulling up now. Uh as of you, yeah, according
2: to USA. Well.
0: This is brought to us by Yeah, I've got it's Jalen Hurts, Mahomes, Dak, Lamar Jackson, Tua, Brock Purdy, CJ Stroud. Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen,
1: which my boy, my boy, CMC, and again, no love.
0: <laughs> I think Tyree Hill needs to be a, a lot higher on that. Oh yeah, list.
1: I agree with that too. I agree with that too. Yeah. Uh, they'll
2: never, do. Vote, they'll never my give, my give it to a vote receiver. Vote, you know, uh,
0: I think you'd have to do. Yeah, I think you'd have to like put the team on your back. Uh, yeah. Justin Jefferson had a shot at it last year. But I, I
1: see, out of all the quarterbacks, though, I think Hurts should be the leader, though.
0: Like, Mahomes, Mahomes oh, is the only argu- argument to that. That's the only player. Mahomes would be my third quarterback. My second quarterback would be C.J. Stroud. And my uh, top quarterback
1: would yeah, be Dak be Prescott right now. I wouldn't pick Prescott. That. I would not pick Prescott. He's been he, he's been winning games, but like, either. I I only have time least, left to go. Yeah, no, I understand that, but like, until he proves it to me, like he's a good he's a good player to if you want to make a bet on someone, I would make. I, I think Dak's a good player to make a bet on, but in the grand scheme of things, until he proves to me that he can beat good teams, not touching them.
0: I, I, I get that point, oh, and I think a, he'll really have that chance. Up. He'll have that chance in the last month of the season. In the last month of the season, th- there is no... Pull, th- no candidate is pulling away. This is very yeah. close. I think that if CJ Stroud, the Texans, had beaten the Jaguars... Different story. C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud would have taken the lead for me. But any, it's anyone's race right now. I just don't see how Jalen Hurts has been the number one guy except for people going he's the quarterback on the number one team I don't think he's playing as well as he did last year
1: I agree with that completely I, I think it's more so the fact that it definitely helps with him with his wonderful uh, was it what they call it, the brotherly shove he can brotherly Russian touchdowns. Yeah, Honestly, so many Russian great
2: touchdowns. name <laughs>
1: whoever figured that name out is
0: ingenious. love that name it's certainly um, better than the the tush push or the yes, know, the, butt, the, the butt squat or whatever you know. Um, but like
1: he he's not having as big of a statistical year this year. But when it comes to situations where the game is on the line, he has performed. Like, how how many times has oh, yeah. the Eagles? How many times the Eagles have been a tough spot in multiple games where it's like, all right, last two drives, I'll get something done. And he has, and I I can't take that away from him.
2: Yeah, he's such a dynamic dual threat that even if you're, you know, playing, you know, max cover or anything like that, like you you have to watch out for him, you know, running, because as you saw on, you know, the last play, he could just – get it immediately from the snap take off and next thing you know, you know, you're giving up six.
0: Nick, before we completely switch gears to the AFC, I got to ask about it. Giants Patriots oh. MetLife Stadium oh. on Sunday. How you feeling about that one because most Giants fans I know were none too happy.
2: Yeah, I mean it, there's really not much to be happy about when you just squeak by with a victory and you know the tommy devito story is great and you know as a fellow italian myself it's you know it's great to have it's it's great to have that as a new york giants quarterback because like it just like fits so perfectly I mean, they, they even played the Sopranos video before <laughs> before before he took
0: before he took that.
2: the field. He, he, they they played that on the jumbotron, so it's a it's a great story. But, um, you know, there the defense could have had at least four interceptions more on Mac Jones. I mean, that, that that's a guy that, that experiment just, is done has fallen off the face of football. Mac Jones, my God. I mean, you, you talk about somebody who that just looks totally inept out there. I mean, damn. It looks worse
0: than Zach Wilson. He's seeing ghosts. Like yeah, yeah. Seriously. It was a lot I mean, like that. Where it's like, Do you just not know the players on the field and where they are?
2: Like the throws that he was making. I, I, I questioned like what was going through his mind and the giants had so many opportunities to, to pick it off. And, you know, that's why, that's why they're on defense clearly. Uh, Cause they, they can't catch very well. So it, it was nice to have the win, but it, at the same time, I can't forget the fact that they only won by three and you know, the kicker for the Patriots missed at the end of the game.
0: You did so. that on purpose.
2: I, hey, tank bowl but, baby. I guess so, but it was it was the the battle of the toilets and uh, giants flushed <laughs> out with the victory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Um,
1: before we get up the giants, I do want to make uh oh well, the, de Devito. Um, for our listeners out there who <laughs> do not know, Sopranos is actually based in New Jersey. Many was it the Saints of Newark. Mm. So. Yeah. People not on. know that. People do not know that. No, people, I, I, not, people like to assume I, that *The Sopranos* is, like, is New York, but it's, it's a Jersey voice. Really?
0: I don't. I don't know anyone oh, that wait, thinks wait, that. Wait. But yeah, I've, I've come across.
1: i come across people who are just not, not familiar and just like, oh, it's it's New York. They're Italians. Oh, um, but yeah.
0: Um, All right, Connor, we gotta we gotta do the do the thing where we where we talk about it. We <laughs> got we gotta we gotta, we gotta okay. talk about. black i mean so black deep in my ass black friday at this point this is like a
1: a eulogy if anything else
0: yep that time
1: (laughs) it's on our calendars guys just circle
0: the week (laughs) every year every year i've there's (laughs) been several years in the last five ten years where we don't get to even have hope in november you know and, and technically speaking, yes, we lost all hope on September 11th when Aaron Rodgers went down. <laughs> I get that.
1: Well, oh, I just I just completely forgot that game was on September 11th. <laughs> it's
0: it's not yeah, great. It's not it's not a not a great day. Um, and made even worse in uh, 2023 with Aaron Rodgers. But it was official on Black Friday uh, when. Tim Boyle, really when Tim Boyle took the field, which I understand that you got to make the move, we both agreed that something had to happen. You have to change something. We also both agreed that it probably should have been, one, Trevor Simeon, and two, it really wasn't going to do much for this offense because the offensive line is beat to shit. The only receiver that can get open is Garrett Wilson. They had Alan Lazard as a healthy scratch. And Robert Sala after the game was basically like, look, we got him for another year and a half. Buddy, he's on a four-year contract. Are you already looking when you can get out of this thing? Because I know we sure are as fans. So wow, that was uh that was certainly a moment, but the moment everyone talks about, the moment everyone wanted to, you know, meme on Tim Boyle, pick six, Hail Mary, the Hail Mary, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to be honest Mary, with man. you. I'm surprised I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often simply because a lot of these quarterbacks like to underthrow the Hail Mary so that it gets batted around, it gets batted around in the end zone, or like the Aaron Rodgers, Richard Rodgers Hail Mary, where you can have someone kind of fall into it. But there's a danger with that where if someone catches it, if it's too short or someone catches it and can get like a bit of a running start, you're past all of the wide receivers and you've got nothing but linemen. So if you just got to run away from them, you've got all that green to work with. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often, but naturally of course, because God hates me. It happened against the New York jets.
2: <laughs>
0: I on black Friday at yeah. the halftime. And then we had to watch doofus ass Robert Sala give an interview like, Oh, that was unfortunate. And then we got to watch a commercial of him brushing his teeth that I've never seen before and I've never seen since. I think that commercial was made just for that moment just to kick me in the balls. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, And I didn't know about it until after the fact because I was so disgusted by the pick six that I took a shower. And then I got on Twitter afterwards and I saw everyone making fun of Robert Sala in a toothpaste commercial. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Toothpaste commercial, and then I saw it, and I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me! This is like Rex Ryan being in a Bud Light commercial that aired after Victor Cruz took 199 yards against the Jets in 2011." Victor Cruz, <laughs> two mentions on the podcast. Who would have thought?
2: And you, and you so thought that like, was <laughs> you thought that was the worst thing to come at the halftime. No, <laughs> was... and the Jets
0: need to stop playing games around oh, Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving. Butt fumble, Black Friday, whatever the hell this thing is. I'm tired of this. And I I, I, I I, put my foot down. I said, I'm not watching any more Jets football. But this is Jets but football. damn it, I'm already considering it because they play the Falcons, and I think Desmond Ritter's going to throw a few picks.
1: <laughs> but this is I mean, Jets football. He, he like, this, this, yeah. this, this is the uh, death by a thousand paper cuts. That's how life is. And then there's one there's one large gash. I'm like, oh, I think we're still okay. Another large gash. Oh, I think we're still fine. Until I no, think the we're bleeding. I we're think the craziest. The
2: I think the craziest part of that game, and you, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Mitchell, but with like 58 seconds, they get the pick six, and you're and you know, as a Jets fan, I'd be like, oh my god, like. You know, we, we, we pulled within four, like, right before halftime. And then, you know, that that happens. And then because of the touchdown, you somehow, although you scored in the in the last minute, you somehow were losing by more than what you were when you had just scored. Like, it was just absolutely crazy that that, that happened.
0: And it happened to the New York Jets
2: because guess what? It
0: always does. And they never figure anything out in the cycle in which other teams stumble, fall, figure it out, then stumble, fall again, and then figure it out again. The Jets are still stumbling and falling down the same set of stairs. Speaking of a team that has stumbled, fallen, figured it out, and then done the same about two or three times in the same process while the Jets have still been trying to pick their head out of the sand, let's talk about the Houston Texans. And the Jacksonville Jaguars battle for the AFC South. Trevor Lawrence and C.J. Stroud. The Jaguars find a way to get it done. Uh, I hated watching this game.
2: The, I think the refs I hated watching this game in the ending. Yes, I, I it don't, was not I ball. don't understand. I don't understand how you call an illegal shift on Tank Dell when that's the same play that Miami runs at least twenty times a game with Tyreek
0: Yes, Tyreek Hill does that all the time. No one calls it's the it. it's same bait.
2: jet motion sweep. I don't understand what he did wrong. I don't understand the illegal shift penalty anyway half the time because it's like, all right, are you just picking one to flag these guys? Like, that completely killed the entire momentum, honestly. I, I feel like the Texans should have had that game, and as soon as that play was called back in my head, I said, all right, this game is probably over.
1: Maybe let's be real though too. Like the Texans were literally what an inch away from tying it. Like that that last field goal hit the bottom bar of the field goal post. Yeah. It was like what a sixty yarder that they uh that they kicked. And they the tie and they
0: cut his ass. And they cut his <laughs> yeah. ass. Yeah,
1: I felt bad. I, I saw I saw that in the news today. well uh, they said
2: that he never month. made Matt a fifteen yarder. Yeah, they said he never yeah. made a, a He's not a good kicker. Like, and he How could you he, have that on your team? He's not a good
0: kicker. But that's a 50, right. that's a 54-yard field goal. We're going overtime. Yeah. And he still has a yeah. job. Yeah. You, you yeah. can't you
2: can't blame him. more you,
0: yards. This man is employed. You can't
2: blame you, him for you that. Gotta, I, I personally cannot blame him for that. You, no. you have to at least be able to make it like a 55, 58-yarder, I think.
0: Uh, do we think the Texans are making the playoffs this year? Because I yes. am on Team Texans to the playoffs. I don't know if they're gonna be able to do anything while they're there. Because I think the team hasn't quite caught up with how good CJ Stroud is, but they'll get there next year, two years from now, they'll get there. It's like the because um, I think because Nico
1: uh, Nico Collins was on that team last year and like he was fine, but like. I think Stroud is definitely elevating the players around him, and it's that. Um, there's one saying called uh, that's like a rising tide lifts all boats, and yep. CJ Stroud is that tide for the Texans. Where he's like, again, like I'm, i can definitely willing to put MVP considerations for him. Not because a rising of that.
0: tide though. He's a rising Buckeye. The the, the tide isn't doing so well over in Carolina. Uh,
1: uh that is very true. Um but yeah, it's definitely uh I, I think he is a very uh explosive and like he's a fun player to watch. Like whenever he has the ball in his hands, something's going to happen and I love it when you no know, players have that ability to do that.
0: Who is making the playoff? Okay, this is this is what I'd like to spend the last little bit on. Who's making those wild card spots? In the AFC and in the NFC? Because things have kind of been thrown for loops. People have lost jobs. The Steelers have fired an offensive coordinator. The Bills have fired an offensive coordinator.
1: Oh Crowns are
2: down.
0: <laughs> oh Canada, get on indeed.com. <laughs> Um, The Browns are down to their third quarterback. The Bengals are down to a backup quarterback. The Colts are down to a backup quarterback. The Broncos have won five straight games out of their ass somehow. And the Jets have fallen out of things completely along with the Chargers, who after that Sunday Night Football game, both teams just decided, season's done, hey, we can go home now. Uh, Hmm. at this point
1: in the AFC, I would probably, uh, I gotta say the two teams that piss me off the most right now is the Steelers and the Browns. I have no clue what to do with them because who the hell knows? Because the Browns defense is still playing well. No, their offense is, no, obviously in shambles because they don't have an offense.
2: Yeah, I think the the Browns isn't that bad either.
1: So here's, here's the thing that I'm curious about is nine and eight good enough to be a playoff team in the AFC. Cause I think that might, I think that's the cutoff. And the reason I say this, cause I was looking through the bill schedule. The bills have three games that they could, they can win. They have the charger game. They have the other Patriot game. And then they have the last often game. Those are three games that they should be able to win. You know, thinking of the bills of when they're fully caliber, the Chiefs and Cowboys. I'm going to chalk them from losses for now. I'm not saying they're gonna, they're going to lose those games. I'm just chalking them for now to saying, let's see how what the scenario plays out as. That's a nine and eight Bills team. We definitely did not see that coming, but here we are. No, I think that Houston and Denver are going to have more than nine wins. Because their schedule, I think, is more forgiving than them, uh, than the Bills. That is, I think the Colts are probably the one team that's going to be on the uh, I man out. But you need no- you need another team of two to drop for the Bills and make room of the Steelers and the Browns.
0: I think sure. yeah, I think yeah. the I think the Texans make it. I've got them getting in. I think the Steelers make it. But it's that last spot between Cleveland, Denver, and Buffalo. And I find myself leaning Cleveland just because of that defense. But I think Buffalo's going to... I, I'm very conflicted because Denver is playing really well right now. And they have a schedule that, while they don't have any games that necessarily jump out at you as... That is totally unwinnable... The only give-me game they have is the Patriots on Christmas Eve. They play the Chargers twice, they play the Raiders on the road, and they play the Texans and Lions on the road. I could see them breezing through that, or I could see them tripping over their two feet and only beating the Patriots as well. Yeah. And the Bills, I just feel like they are due for... Like, I think they could win an Arrowhead. I think they can beat the Dallas Cowboys. Both of those games are winnable games. It's just like they nearly beat Philadelphia. It's just a matter of whether they actually do it. They're going to be competitive games. Most of the games, in fact, all of the games they've lost this year have been one possession losses. They have not gotten blown out by anybody. It's just a matter of whether they can finish the job. They should have beaten the Broncos. They should have beaten the Jets. They should have beaten the Patriots. It's just hey, finish the job. Honestly, so I that's think why Bills, I'm going to lean, lean, lean with the Browns. I think the
1: Bills are going to miss because I, I, I assume with the Colts, their, their defense is not great, but their schedule is cupcakes. They're okay, like I said before. You need to be you need to be at least a at least a nine win team to make into playoffs for the um, for an AFC team.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There are six wins ready. Alright. Let's go through the schedule. At Titans, what's your thoughts?
2: It's a tough place that could to could
0: be a win. win. You're talking about which team again? You're talking about the Texans schedule? At, at, at the, no, the the Colts schedule. At the Titans. The to could... keep in mind they're gonna be without Jonathan Taylor. Um they're still gonna be able to run ball with the ball well, Zach they played earlier in the year and Colts won that one. I'd probably lean Colts. I was saying I, I don't think I think Levis has talent, but
1: Mister Mayo cannot does not have. He hasn't the been experience playing well
0: yet. last couple games. Yeah,
1: they also have I, nothing around him. Yeah, um, I, I think it'll be a more running game. I think Henry would is going to do well against them. Uh, the Colts that is, but like, um, but I still think that the Colts will win this game. No, They have the Bengals. Which I think they can win. Yeah, they'll win that game. they I will say they'll lose. They'll lose against the Steelers. Fine. They'll. I think they're. they're playing they, the Falcons. They, you're right. This is an
0: easy schedule. For they them. play
1: the Falcons at, at in Atlanta.
0: I think they might. They, they might not be able to score on Atlanta. Atlanta. Atlanta's defense can make some things happen.
1: I but uh, but still, we'll say we, even they lose that game. They play the Raiders. They beat the Raiders. That's nine wins there. And they have a Texans Texans game that could could that could be on the line for the playoffs, and it could be a
0: Lord, Texans team. The Colts play any teams of quality this year except for the Jaguars and Ravens, and they beat the Ravens. Yeah, and that, the that, Texans. Oh my God, this is a horrifically. Uh, dude, I think that this this is going to be a team that has a little bit of. Uh, they they think they're better than they actually are. I think with the season, but I, I but the, but let's be real though. Like the games that they lost, though
1: they've never been like like the only real blowout I see here is a. I guess the worst loss they have is a Saints 38-27 loss.
2: Eleven.
0: Yeah, they points. lost the seventeen to the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, 17. Yeah, it's always
2: bad in Duval.
0: Yeah.
1: But, like, overall, though, like, the one-point loss against the Browns, if that flips the other way, then there are seven wins. The Rams are lost by six six points. Like, they've been in games, at least. No, uh, one play can just turn things around. I know JT did not have any JT hurts, but, like, still, like, they've been at least in games.
0: Zach Mossel, they'll be fine. He's think been, he ran the ball really well without... Without Jonathan Taylor, and they'll be they'll be all right. That's but true. there there is a very
1: reasonable path for the Colts to take that spot, and the Bills to be looking outside. And same with and same with the Browns. Like the Browns,
0: even like they have they can win two games. There's a lot of teams looking at uh, the schedule, going, "Yeah, of course you have this schedule, and you get the Bengals in December after Burrow got hurt." Yeah, Bills Bills got them. When Burrow was playing, some of his best ball. Yep. but that's not. Yeah, that's like the them. way the schedule goes sometimes. Like the Browns, they can
1: beat the Bears. The Browns can beat the Jets. Browns can beat the Bengals. Pick two. two pick two with three. There. they are, they have a good good shot making the playoffs. That makes it that makes them nine and eight. Like, you no, know, and they can sneak one again. And if they win all three games, then that pretty much guarantees them a spot. No, will it will it be an ugly first round overall in the playoffs? Yeah, probably. But like, so what's your get... Uh, let,
0: let, let's get everyone's stamp on this at the end of November, Nick? Who you got?
2: And at the end, we're talking wild card, right? Yep, AFC wild card. I'm thinking the Texans. I'm going to shoot for them and. Uh... Hmm. And the Broncos. So yeah, one more team. i just think
1: there's three wild card teams, my friend.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I think this is only be two.
2: That's right. I'm forgetting. Um hmm. Probably the Texas Broncos. Hmm. I would say the uh that's, I'd probably go with the Colts.
0: Oh, shit. No. Wow! So no teams from the AFC North, just the Ravens mm-hmm. getting
2: it. All right. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm going I'm yeah. going Texans, Steelers, and Browns. Connor. From looking at the matchups, I think
1: that's the right answer. I'm I'm actually going to stick with you on that one. Actually, I'm gonna.
0: I'm going Texans, Steelers. I think the Bills find a way in. I don't. I just I think they find a way to get in there. They need they need ten wins.
2: I, I honestly think they, I think they cut off I the cutoff for the AFC is going to let them down
0: it. To me, I
1: honestly even looking now, it might even be a ten win cutoff to make the playoffs. I, I the Bills making and that's and that's what even with the tiebreakers, not even thinking about that for the Bills. Hey, do you they know need what 10 team win-
0: can? They need ten wins. Do a team can still get ten wins?
1: Uh literally the Steelers,
0: Browns, Colts, and Texans. <laughs> you know what team I'm talking about. If the Jets win their last six games. God. They finish ten and seven. Let's take a look at this schedule. Falcons at home. That's good. a winnable game. That's a winnable game. I, I, I will
1: Texans I will pray to whoever home. I will pray to whoever quarterback does this.
0: Like I will make a shrine. Texans at home they they can win those games then it just comes down to can you get one at Miami can you get one of those two a games and get Brees off and lose because if you can win the just win those three games he's coming back if they win those three games Aaron Rodgers is coming back against Washington and they're going to beat Washington by $11 billion. And then, at Cleveland, at New England, the six-game win streak, it's coming. You going to put money on that? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Not that even a little bit. bit. The Jets are going to lose by 46 to the Falcons. And I'm just going to be looking at you like, I hate my life. But That's the that's life of a Jet fan. You know what? They've lost four straight. God, if they had just beaten that the Raiders and the Patriots, they'd be an okay. Two spot. incredibly winnable games. They'd they, be they, six and f- and five ahead be of spot. the Bills in the standings. And you'd be like, you know what? We can lose a game, get Aaron Rodgers back, and we'll be just fine. We're gonna make the playoffs with uh, Daddy Aaron. Nope,
1: it'd be, it'd be like Easter, but, waiting for our, our Messiah to, to rise up again.
0: If they do manage to win six straight games and make the playoffs, I will go on a darkness retreat over the spring. I will – I'll give Zach Wilson some credit for winning some games that he shouldn't have. I'll become a Mormon. I don't care. I'll do it. (laughs) Go to BYU, baby. Yeah, exactly. Well, this has been – this has been the weekly recess. Thanks for joining us. We've got an exciting – December of football games to look forward to. And uh, we'll be breaking that all down as the NFL playoffs inch closer and closer. For Connor Vandermark and Nick Izzo, I'm Mitchell Lee signing off. You've been listening to the Weekly Recess here on the Jersey Nerds Podcast.